Life Audio. Hello, thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verse. 1 Timothy 4.14 Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's Bible verse is 1 Timothy 4.14. Do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was granted to you through words of prophecy with the laying on of hands by the council of elders. When I first sensed God calling me to write and speak for him, I resisted for many reasons. Almost all of them centered around my fear of rejection. What if I made a fool of myself? What if I bored people? More than that, I was fiercely afraid of self-exposure. You see, I had a far from glamorous past. In my teen years, I went through a period of homelessness where I spent a good deal of time drunk and self-destructing. And I actually shared my story in detail on the Sparkle Speaks podcast found on Life Audio in an episode titled From Homeless to Found, and it dropped on June 9th, 2023. If you're interested, you can pop over there and listen to that. Like I said, I went through a period of homelessness, but then with the help of my husband, God pulled me out of my self-destructing spiral, planted me in a loving church and community, and completely transformed my life. For the next decade or so, I lived as if my dark season had never occurred, and I was terrified. Were I to write, were I to get published, my name might get out and eventually my past with it. So I, in essence, hid my gifts, forfeiting intimacy with Christ in the process. I finally came to realize I would much rather experience rejection from people than relational distance with Christ. And so I obeyed, and I began actively investing into the gifts that God had planted within me. When we read the letter Paul, the first century church planter who penned much of the New Testament, wrote to Timothy, the pastor at Ephesus, We get the sense that Timothy at times felt like neglecting and maybe even hiding his Holy Spirit-given, Holy Spirit-empowered gifts. And we can probably understand why. First, he was preaching Jesus during a time when those very actions had landed his mentor Paul in prison and had gotten him stoned, flogged, and beaten. 
Timothy was also experiencing a great deal of dysfunction within the church he led. False teachers were gaining influence, and no one likes conflict, nor does anyone enjoy leading a team or an organization rife with conflict. You can probably imagine the hostility that must have developed between those who spread heretical ideas and those who stood for truth. And the confusion felt by those who pinged from one seemingly logical argument to another. And Paul had told Timothy to command the hypocritical deceivers to stop while proclaiming the truth that would help the true Christ followers remain anchored in freedom. Not an easy task. In fact, I imagine there were times when Timothy would have preferred to quietly step back to find an easy, less stressful way to spend his time. We've probably all been there. When we find ourselves in opposition, it can be hard to remember who we are in Christ, what he's called us to do, and the grace and power available to us through him. We also get the sense from what we read two verses prior that some people in Timothy's congregation tried to discredit him because of his youth. Either that or Timothy had a tendency to discredit himself. Most likely, both were true. What's more, based on what we read in 1 Timothy 4, verse 1, and chapter 6, verses 11 through 12, Timothy also faced significant spiritual attack. The devil, our enemy, wanted to do whatever he could to silence, distract, and defeat Timothy, to stop the word of God. And he was using people inside and outside the church in his attempts to do so. To remain immovable in his mission, Timothy needed to remain alert to the devil's schemes and utilize the power available to him in Jesus Christ. When Timothy felt like retreating, like hiding, like quitting, that was precisely when he needed to rise up, to stand firm, to refuse to neglect or to shelve or diminish the gifts God had given him. Instead, he was to fan those gifts into flame through use, through prayer, and a deep and ongoing connection with Christ. Yes, He lived during a dark time, and yes, in many ways, his circumstances were dark, but he held the unshakable hope of Christ. Holding tight to that hope would give him the strength to press on, knowing that God saw his suffering and his faithfulness, that yes, the devil was rising against him, but Timothy was still coming from a place of victory, the victory already won by his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Living for Jesus can feel hard, discouraging, tiring, especially if we have friends, family members, neighbors, or coworkers, maybe even bosses who seem hostile to our faith, who maybe are openly hostile to our faith. And oftentimes our world feels so very dark. We might be tempted to disengage, but our God is bigger. Our God has chosen and empowered us to shine brightly for him. He's urging us not to neglect the beautiful life-changing gifts he's planted deep within our souls, but instead to fan them into bright, ever-burning flames that grow all the brighter as we continue to live for him. Let's pray. Holy Father, we acknowledge at times we want to shrink back. At times we want to disengage. At times, it feels really challenging, really tiring, frightening to live for you, to follow as you lead. But we know you're greater, and we know in you we are always coming from a place of victory. Help us 
Father, when we feel tempted to disengage, to diminish, or to downplay our gifts, help us instead to step forward in the courage and the strength and the power and the wisdom that you provide. Help us to spend regular time in your presence because we know that's where our courage comes from. We cannot light our own flames. We don't have the fuel to keep our flames burning, but you do. And you will give us everything we need to do everything you ask. And we praise you for that. We praise you that we are held secure in your hands and that we have been called to a living hope, a hope that will not disappoint, a hope no one can take from us, a hope of a life spent in eternity with you. It is in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.